And then what happens is the water seeps out of the olla like a sweat, like mm-hmm. for things sweat. It sweats out into the end of the soil. Yep. And then that water disperses into your soil. The roots then grow toward the water and they have a constant supply of, you know, of water. But you don't have to water. You just pour, you just fill your olla up once a week, twice a week, depending on how hot, how sure. dry you are, how good your soil is, how much water the, 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 the plants are soaking up. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Welcome to spring, friends. Hallelujah. Pass the Dombucha Kombucha. The snow is melting from our happy spring studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It is the Small Scale Life Podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, Tom. I hope you're doing well. Of course you're doing well. It's spring. It's sunny outside. We The snow is melting fast, and we're happy to bring you another podcast. Sorry it's been a bit. Welcome to the show. It has been a crazy couple weeks since our last podcast. Had some issues with the site, had to get those fixed, and the site was down for a bit. Uh, we were doing some things with the hosting service, and then I was traveling last week, and it just, oof, traveling down to the Big Easy, it was something else. Just didn't get as much as I wanted done. Imagine that, being down in the Big Easy, but uh, we were right on Bourbon Street for work, and uh, it was good seeing folks, good getting some things done for work, uh, but podcast didn't happen. So I apologize. We've been off the air, but we are back. We're better than ever. The email is working. The hosting is working. The site is working, and now... I'm working. Yeah, the podcast is working. So we've got a great podcast lined up for you today. We really, really do. We are kicking off Spring Right by talking urban farming and gardening with my good buddy, Michael Bell from Dallas Half Acre Farms. We get caught up. It's been a while since we've had him on, and we just need to get caught up on what's happening on the farm. There's been a lot. Um, he's been busy as heck. He's been selling the house. He's been buying a house. He's been moving his house. He's been teaching, of course, and then, you know, being a dad and husband, doing all those normal things, but things have been really on the busy on the farm as well. Michael has made several improvements to the farm, including adding new tunnels. He's increased the number of seedlings that he needs. I mean, he is building the Salanova Empire down there, but he had to uh he had to increase his production on the seedling end too to fill all those tunnels. And he's improving his process for growing uh, seedlings. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And then he's experimenting with Oyas. And you might be saying, what the heck is an Oya? It's not a song. It's a thing, right? It is a thing. It's a gardening thing. So Oyas are a method of watering your gardens. And it's essentially you're using a clay pot and it looks like a gourd. But the beauty of it is, is you fill up this, this vessel, this gourd. And it's clay, and over time it sweats and it seeps out slowly, slowly into the soil. And the plants that you plant around this thing, it will get what they need. They'll get all the water they need. It's another method to watering a garden, and you don't have to have all that infrastructure, the timers, the hoses, the drip tape, or other methods that I'm going to be trying, like a, a self-watering garden system, uh, wicking beds. We're going to be talking about that very soon in essentially what's part two of this podcast. So this is like part one, and then we've got a completely different one. We're going to be talking about what what I'm doing and, and some of that good stuff. So 
stay tuned. We are definitely kicking off the garden season big and in style. This is the first part of it, and we are rolling. I mean, I've got seedlings going. We've got to talk about that. I just feel like I'm behind. Uh, so we need to get on this. I mean, sun is out, right? It is spring. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So uh, back to Michael. He is lining a tunnel with Oyas and experimenting, experimenting with tomatoes this season. And it's another self-watering system that could be used on any size garden, right? You can you can put this in a tunnel. You can put this along your tomatoes. You can, you know, figure it out. Even in a small, small garden, like a four by four, you could put one of these in there and feed the whole garden and not be out there trying to figure out how much water is am I giving it with this hose and, and have I had it on there long enough? No, the plants will get what they need because it's coming out of this Oya. So, it's really cool. I can't wait to talk to Michael about it. Can't wait for you to hear it. I've already talked to him about it, but can't wait for you to hear it. And uh, to find out more about Oyas, I always thought it was Groya, but it's an Oya. Check out the links at smallscalelife.com. And when you buy some, I am not an affiliate with them. I've never used them, but I want to. <laughs> I'm going to. But when you buy some, tell them that Michael Bell from Dallas sent you, and they will be very appreciative of that. So welcome to the show, everybody. I am so glad you're here. Before we get into our topic of the day, if you're new to Small Scale Life, who am I? What are we doing here? So my wife, Julie, and I, we are dedicated to helping you build a life you love, and we are building our urban homestead right here in Minneapolis. We are focusing on four core pillars here at Small Scale Life and in our own lives. We are living simple. We are doing simple living. We are focusing on financial freedom, budgeting, getting out of debt, all those good things. We are gardening. We're doing a lot of that this year. We're going to rebuild our gardens. I'm really excited about that. And then we are doing meal planning and food prepping. And we have some adventures along the way. We have a lot of fun. We talk to a lot of interesting people. So we are so glad you're here. There are so many podcasts and vlogs and, oh my gosh, live streaming. Got to get in on that. There, There's so much noise. We are so glad that you found us. We're so glad that you're part of our lives and our small scale life. Ah, there you go. But we are, we really are. We are working with so many cool people, talking to so many cool people, and I'm hoping that um, you try some of this stuff. I, we really hope that you get inspired to, hey... Don't eat the Uncrustables, right? Why don't you make something really yummy in a crock pot that you can just put on low and have it when you come home from work? How cool would that be? It's healthy. It's delicious. It's delicious. Or maybe you want to try a small container garden. You've never done it before. You're worried that you're going to kill everything because you forget to water it. Well, we'll come up with some ways to, to figure that out and help you along. I mean, this is where it starts. You start small and then you start to grow over time. As you, as we like to say, you learn, you learn from us. From our mistakes and our successes, you learn, then you do, you put it in practice, and then you grow, then you start to grow, and you continue to expand, and you do a little better every day. That's really the that's really the key, is doing a little better every day. So, oof, yeah, we are so glad you're here. Thank you for being part of the show. Thank you for listening. If you want to support our efforts, if you want to support our show, there's a number of ways you can do that. Probably the best way, the, the best place, and it's probably the smartest thing I've done since starting blogging, I've created a resources page on smallscalelife.com. So you can go over there. Yes, these are affiliates. Yes, we will get a small, we'll get a small little uh, little bit of money if you if you select some of these services or buy some of these products, but that's totally cool. I mean, you're helping us out. There's no cost to you. And we've got some really good folks lined up there. Of course, we, we are an Amazon affiliate. 
uh, we do have an Amazon affiliate link. You can do your shopping using our link and we'll get a small little percentage. It was a, a greatly kept secret last fall and that was my my bad, my mistake. But we do have a link. It's on the resources page. Do your shopping. We get a little percentage. It's all good. Makes makes the world go round. You get something you like. We get a little support and life just rolls. Um, so check that out. If you need some ideas, I don't know, maybe Father's Day is coming up. Maybe Mother's Day is coming up. Oh, my gosh. And what does, what does Tom and Julie, what, what do these crazy podcasters use in their garden or in their kitchen? Well, you can go to kit.com slash life. That's our essentially our online store where we feature products, books, and other items that we use every day here at Small Scale Life Homestead Command. At the command center. No, it's uh, it's cool stuff. It's stuff for our house. It's stuff for our kitchen. It's stuff for our garden. Um, it's stuff for grilling. It's stuff that we use every day. So check that out. Everything is linked up to Amazon or other secure vendors. Again, this is just like a filter for Amazon. So you want to hear what Audible book? You want to see an Audible book? Or you might need an an idea go check out the books you want to see a gardening book maybe your maybe your dad or mom needs a gardening book to kind of get them off the couch and get them gardening well there might be something there for you go check that out okay so that's at kit.com slash small scale life and we do get a small percentage if you buy something so that's cool no uh no cost to you Uh, another great affiliate that we have that we use every every day our lives are so chaotic sometimes right we're always running especially at those ages where you are running between dance and soccer and baseball and whatever else dentist appointment how do you keep it all straight sure you can try to sync a google uh, google calendar but here's a better solution for you the the cozy scheduling app just makes scheduling so much easier i mean everybody's connected to it you can all check your schedule. You can all figure out when, when that appointment's going. Nobody gets left behind. You can all remember where everybody's at and where everybody's going. And, I mean, if you're even that into it, you can put when all the basketball, the NCAA tournament games are in there. Put them in there. You can figure out what you're going to watch and how you're going to track it and all that good stuff because, you know, I'm sure you're going to do great and win all your brackets. So, and, and I'm sure there's no chance for you ever to watch that stuff. So this is a good way to do it. So use your Cozy Scheduling app. It's really sweet. Um, just really easy. Julie and I use it. You could, there's list-making capabilities in there so we can see our to-do lists. We can get our grocery lists in there. We do all kinds of shopping. It's free. It's free. Did I mention that it's free? Gosh, I sound like that TurboTax, that annoying TurboTax commercial. Free, free, free. It is free. So check that out. It's cozy.com. There's a link there for you. And you don't have to search for it or anything. Just use our link and away we go. And then Simply Canning. Vess is wonderful. Sharon Peterson is awesome. She is an expert at canning. And I, I like it. I'm good at the water bath stuff. Not so good at pressure canning yet. But if you want to learn how to can, and once you start to garden, you're going to have so much produce, you're not going to know what to do with it, right? Or you go to the farmer's market, you get all this stuff, and then you need to do something, and you can't eat it all at once. Maybe you want to can it, right? So this is this is how you do that, is canning. Go to simple, go to the resources page. There's a link to Simply Canning. I am affiliate with, with Sharon. She is great. You are right in the kitchen with her. She's got videos. It's all really simple to easy to follow. Check that out. You can learn how to safely can and preserve your food. And do it yourself, and it is awesome. Nothing like giving a jar of jelly or something you made to friends and family as gifts. It's really cool. People really appreciate it, especially when they taste it. And they actually taste the real berries and what you've done. And Oh, man, it's 
it's awesome. So check that out, Simply Canning. That's a great little link there, and I really enjoy the classes that Sharon puts on. I'm I'm doing them. So join me over there, and we'll have a lot of fun. We can actually talk about that in the Small Scale Life Facebook if you'd like. So, all right. There you go. That's all the advertising. Got that out of the way. Again, go to the resources page at smallscalelife.com if you want to see any of those and learn learn more. Feel free to ask me any questions. I'd be happy to answer those for you. And uh, again, we are so thrilled you're here. We're so thrilled you're here kicking off spring 2019 with us. It is going to be a wild year. <laughs> it's, it's ramping up uh, at home, and that's probably why we've been so busy uh, and not podcasting like we should have but uh we're gonna have we're kicking this off in style with michael bell and uh we've got part two of this uh discussion next week we're gonna be talking about well we're gonna be talking about my garden what we're doing and michael bell and i we've been having a lot of chats and discussions and we've come up with a concept that i think you'll really enjoy and the seedlings are going so i've got to do some writing um man it's just things are going and uh I'm glad you're here. It's just going to be a lot of fun. This year's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to learn a lot together. So this is going to be great. So I'm going to start. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to bring on Michael Bell because it's time to talk about his farm. It's time to talk about Michael. Tell us about yourself, Michael. Tell, tell us about yourself. But tell us about his farm. Tell us about the Oya experiment at Dallas Half Acre Farms. And we appreciate Michael's time. He's awesome. So without further ado, here is Michael Bell. Well, welcome back to Small Scale Life Podcast. We have, uh, we, I know you've been super busy. You've had people out to the farm. You've been doing all kinds of stuff, and it's great to catch up with you. Yeah, man. Glad to be back. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. So um, recently you had a, uh, and we just featured that in the news from around the bend, you had a, um, a friend out, and he did a video, and you were showing off your farm. I thought it was really great. I had to, I had to share that with the audience because... To actually get to see your farm, I mean, we talk about it, but to see it in action, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, Stephen from Nature's Always Right. He mm-hmm. has a he has a huge uh, YouTube following. He sure does. He's grow- yeah, he's, he's grown his Instagram following. He's, he's an awesome guy too. I mean, he's cut from the same cloth as I am. Just loves growing and gardening, and he's got his little market gardening going there in California, and he just loves to learn about new people in new areas doing new stuff so uh we we kind of nerded it up there for a couple hours yeah i, th- I thought it was cool you're, you're talking about different lettuce types and the in the way that you grow in a row the different varieties and you cut it all and you've got mixed salad I, that just blew my mind i was like yeah that makes so much sense i mean seriously really <laughs> this is what so, michael's figured out so walk us through that for a minute yeah so what tom's talking about is we have uh when I sell my salad mix, I have three, four different varieties that I grow to give it different texture, different color, different taste, just to kind of spice it up than just having a normal romaine lettuce salad. Mm-hmm. So I have I grow green sweet crisp. I grow uh, Cherokee red, which is a red variety. Yep. Uh, and then I do some Salanova red sweet crisp. But as I talked about in the video, it's just so expensive that I'm almost starting to replace it yep. with Cherokee, and then another one called Lola Rosa, which mm-hmm. I really like also. And then I do a mirror, uh, mirror lettuce, which is a bigger leaf. It's not a romaine big leaf, but it's a bigger leaf than sweet crisp. It's a lighter green color, and it's more crisp. It's got a, more of a crunch to it. Sure. So what I do is I grow them. I have four rows in a bed, and each row is a different variety. So 
you know, row one may be Sweet Crisp. Row two is um, uh, Cherokee Red. Row three may be Lola Rosa, which is red. And four is a mirror. So when I harvest, I just do, you know, take my knife and do bam, 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 all four rows, throw it in the bin, and then it's already mixed up. So I don't have to go back and mix it together. I don't have to do any. Literally, I just grab a handful and put it in my bag when, whenever I'm ready to bag it up. So it's already mixed up. You know, it's 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 simple. Yeah, that totally blew me away. I was like, ah, that makes so much sense. Why why hadn't I thought about that? And and I think this is something that someone with a small garden could do. You know, do a couple different varieties and just you know, time to harvest. Wham! I've got I've got salad for tonight. I've got friends coming over. I've got plenty to going on. <clears throat> I think anybody could do something like this. Yeah, and, and on top of that, you can really see, you can really judge how your plants are doing if you plant them on the same day. Yep. So, like I learned, mirror is 10 days faster to harvest than my Salanova. Mm. So, or, I don't know, you can just tell different things. Especially this summer, I'm going to be able to tell a lot when I have all four of them lined up. Um Maybe this one doesn't need as much water. This one's doing better than the other three, but I'm watering the same amount. Like you can just judge things a little bit better, which when you go to start selling and doing this as a business, all those little intricacies can add up to a lot of money at the end of the year if you can figure out a way to save or not expend as much on certain stuff. Right, right. And, and you know, it's economy of scale, getting the right things and getting the timing down where everything's ready at the right time and then getting that off to a, a customer. Just boom, boom, boom. I mean, uh, I think you're I think you're starting to – it looks like you're honing things in and really starting to go compared to the last time we talked right before Christmas. You know, you're starting to get a feel for it. Yeah, I, I really am. That's a good way, you know, to put it is I'm, I'm beginning to hone everything in. And it's funny because I've talked to Scott a ton on DM up in Canada. Um, I've talked to uh, 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 It's frustrating. So anyway, um, yeah. So thanks, man. Um, where were we? Oh, we're getting things honed in. Um, it seems like you're starting to get things honed in. You've been talking to Scott and you've been talking to other folks online and it I seems talk like to you're starting every day. Yeah. I talk to somebody every day. Gotcha. Not just me. Come on. Well, you're special, but uh, <laughs> we, we, we talk about life. I talk about farming with everybody else. There you go. Well, that's important too. So that's good, man. I'm, I'm so thrilled. Uh, so the mirror, uh, where are you getting all these seeds from? Is it all Johnny seeds or is there a different? Vendors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All Johnny's. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. I know that uh, our friend, uh, Mr. Tactical J, he was talking about Salanova. So I'll have to uh, make sure he heads on over to Johnny's and uh, check some of that out. I'm I'm interested in trying a few different lettuce types, uh, but I went and bought a bunch of seeds. So uh, I might be good for a bit. So <laughs> Yeah, probably. You tend, people tend to overbuy when they get excited in the winter. Uh, yeah, and this is what a winter it has been. So whoosh. So you've been really busy, um, not just not just planning, but you've been building tunnels. So tell us about the tunnels, my friend. Uh, last time we talked, I had three. Yep. Um, all three of those are completely full of lettuce. Awesome. Um, like completely maxed out. One, uh, one of them, two of them have 2,000 heads each, and the other one, which is a little bit smaller, it's 10 foot small, it's only 40 foot, has uh, about 1,500. Unbelievable. Heads. So, yeah, they're all maxed out. And then I went ahead and bit the bullet 
and uh, bought two more. Two more uh, tunnels. Two more tunnels back in January. Yep. The first, right after the first year, I bought two more. And I've got one of them up, and I actually laid the landscape fabric today because I've got four trays that will be ready to transplant next weekend. Man. So I'll start filling up tunnel four uh, this next couple weeks. And I keep debating on what I'm going to do with the fifth tunnel. Um, <clears throat> I've kind of stumbled into some into some interesting stuff that I can do with my tomatoes. And I'm kind of thinking about doing my tunnel five in not in lettuce, but in tomatoes and other things that I want to grow carrots and beets and sure. some other stuff that I have a market for yeah. and making four tunnels of lettuce and a fifth tunnel of, I just call it random stuff yeah. that I yeah. want to, that I want to grow that I can sell that I don't this to kind of separate things. Well, I mean, think about it. You're going to be, um, it sounds like a good plan because think about last year, where you were last year, where you had a bunch of, a whole variety of things going on. You were just doing the CSA type stuff, the call Michael plan, and uh, you delivered. And now you can, you, you've got, what, uh, four, the four, six, uh, 7,500 head of lettuce, and you can you can maybe play a little bit with some other things if you got a good market for it. <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that's exactly what I'm thinking about doing. I have the exact same rationale, which is really scary, but um, <laughs> that we're on the same wavelength. But yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of contemplating going back to doing a kind of a mini CSA top thing with this fifth tunnel because I've got so many customers that just, I mean, they're basically begging me to grow grow the back the basket stuff so ah. and I, I loved it like i that's that's like if if i didn't have to worry about money that's what i would do yeah if i had the time i, I just love the csa basket style so maybe think about doing a mini basket and um kind of kicking around the idea of, of trellis and cucumbers oh yeah trying to trellis some cucumber plants along yep. with the tomatoes and uh those those zephyr zucchini plants they don't get very big so i could i could do the zephyr zucchinis because they just don't take up near as much space as a regular zucchini plant does right so this you know the carrots beets radishes that are easy to grow don't take up a lot of space so there's options there yeah yeah <laughs> well and they and they pay well and that it you get a bunch of happy customers and the happy vegans you know that whole community and and uh that's pretty cool yeah yeah. So, like I said, the fifth tunnel just gives me a lot of options, uh, I, and I think I can go with four tunnels. I can harvest one tunnel a week, and then the next week, oh. and then by the time I get back to the first tunnel after harvesting all four, the first tunnel is ready to go again. Man, you're going to just be in constant rotation, constant Salanova rotation, constant lettuce rotation. It's crazy. That's awesome, that- man. That, that that's the idea that's what i want yep. uh, that's some more of that honing in crap that we talked about earlier that i've just got to figure out right by, tr- by trial and error that's all i can do it's pretty exciting i mean i can't wait to you know i can't wait to see how your numbers do compared to last year and then with the tunnels and you'll have shade cloth and that's a cost but you'll hopefully be able to grow in the heat of the summer which will be awesome <coughs> something anyway <laughs> oh yeah yeah, I'll be able to grow in, in the summer, in the heat of the summer. I know I'll be able to grow my tomatoes in the heat yep. of the summer this year. Yep. Uh, just by some new things that's come up, and um, I think with the shade cloth, and now even uh, Farmers Friends put out a new irrigation system for their tunnels. Mm. So I'm kind of thinking I might buy one. The only 
$250, for an irrigation for, like they designed it for their tunnels. Oh, wow. So Is that Bootstrap or, or? No, Farmer's Friend. Farmer's Friend. That's your tunnel, the yeah. brand of your tunnel. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, that's where the tunnels come from is Farmer's Friend, and they, they designed it to fit their tunnels. So wow. the sprinkler head goes down the middle. No kidding. And it shoots out seven feet on each side so you don't waste a lot of water. Huh. Like it, it just fits. So I'm thinking – I may buy one just to see how it works and sure. hook it up to the church and, 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 and try it and just see. Because, you know, when it's that hot, I've got to have, have some overhead watering just to cool everything off when it's right. 105. Right, right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> we complain about the winter up here, but you're going to have summer and dealing with summer down there. So, um, And that brings up a great point, a, a great segue, if you will. Um, you had the 350-gallon totes. You still don't have plumbing down there, right? You don't have any kind of water source on property yet. No, no. I got a quote uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was like $7,200 to get water, and I just started laughing. I was like, bud, I, I, I can come up with maybe half of that yeah. You know, this year. I, I've got too much other stuff. I'll make do with the church water if I have to. And no. Of course, he's like, well, we can, we can finance we it. We can do financing, yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I, I can finance a lot of other things too, but I'm not going to. So go. I'll call you back in a year when I got some more money saved up. So there you go. So you, yep. So you're gonna no, no water, no water. You man, it's another year of that. So you're gonna have the totes. You're gonna have some church, a little bit of church water, and then is there another strategy there? The watering canes, maybe or something. Yeah, else? I've kind of um, I've always used Oyas, and I don't know if you're you're. Your fans out there are not fans, but the people that follow the show, I don't think you have any fans, Tom. No, I but don't have any fans. The, so. Yeah. The friends of the show, that garden, I don't know how many of us heard of them, but they're called yeah. Oyas. And they date back to Native Americans, back to the Indians. This is the way they used to you know, grow stuff. And what it is, it's clay pots. Okay. And they come in different sizes, mm-hmm. they, uh, small, medium, and large. I think the large is two gallons. I think the small might be one gallon. I'm not exactly sure. But what you do is they're clay, they're clay pots, but they haven't been sealed. Like they have no varnish on it, no no sealing of any kind. And you bury them. Hmm. And you bury them all the way up to about an inch below the top of the Oya. Okay. And I don't know, you've seen them. Maybe you can describe how they what, what they look like. Yeah, um, they kind of look like a gourd. I mean, like a yeah, like a circle yeah. with a cylinder top, <clears throat> you know, like an old canteen, if you will. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. a good one. Yep. Yeah, a gourd. And they have a lid on it. So what you do is you bury it, you fill it up with water, mm-hmm. and then you put the lid on it, and then you plant your – we'll use tomatoes, for example, because that's what I'm going to do. You plant your tomatoes um, within <clears> – <throat> if it's a small oya, one foot of the oya. If it's, a, if it's a large one, you get two and a half feet out of it. So you the, – the, and then what happens is the water – seeps out of the oya like a sweat like Mm -hmm. heard things sweat it sweats out into the end of the soil and then that water disperses into your soil the roots then grow toward the water and have a constant supply of you know of water but you don't have to water you just pour you just fill your oya up once a week twice a week depending on how hot how dry you are how good your soil is how much water the, the, the the plants are soaking up you know what, whatever it is, but I've I've had two for about five years. I got them a long time ago, back when I was just gardening. Yep. And the best tomatoes I ever have are the ones that are next to the oyas. No, and I I totally get this concept. I mean, it's really kind of a 
a lot of folks plant new trees in the yard and they put in these gator bags, which are kind of a similar process, except I think it has some pinholes in the bottom and it seeps out. But it's a similar kind of concept where you are watering the roots and you're not wasting it on the surface or on the leaves or anything like that. It's all down below. And it's kind of a similar, it's a little different concept than this wicking bed, these wicking beds that I'm going to put in or self-irrigating systems that I'm going to put in uh, this year. But uh, it's it's really an interesting concept. And, you know, you're not out there watering soil that doesn't have any roots in it. You're putting the plant right there and you're watering right there it's a really good idea yeah and i'm I'm getting them from a company um on the west coast and it's uh grow g-r-o-w-o-y-a grow oya dot com dot com they've got a huge instagram page a lot of a lot of really cool pictures that really explain stuff and i'm going to get them from them and i'm going to i'm going to grow a 150 foot tunnel excuse me 150 foot tunnel with Oya's going right down the middle. That's I haven't decided cool. on exactly how many yet. Probably 12 or 13, 14 Oya's going right down the middle. Sure. And then I'm going to run a row of tomatoes on each side of the Oya. Cool. And trellis them from the top of the, the tunnel. Huh. Um, so That's awesome, man. Uh, I, think I'll, I'll, I think I'll be able to tell a, a big difference because I'm going to plant the same type of tomatoes and everything in another tunnel with usual drip irrigation. Yeah, there you go. Just to compare the two. And yeah. there's no doubt in my mind that the ones with the Oyas will will produce better, better tasting, better yield, and will produce when it's 108, when everything else kind of goes dormant for a few weeks. Yeah, no, I can't wait to see that test. And we'll be happy to talk about it with you, you know, when, it, when it's going on, because <coughs> this is pretty cool stuff. I mean, it's kind of cool that, we're going to be testing some stuff up here that we've talked about in the past, and and you're testing some stuff down there for other companies. And I mean, just th- think of the um, the worm casings and and what a test that was, and and just showing the difference between the different plants. This is this is kind of the same deal. I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it. I think if you can show something like this, I mean, it'll be such a it could be a real boon for gardeners and other you know maybe small farmers that are looking at a big, significant infrastructure cost with putting in piping and sprinkler heads and timers and, oh, my God, you know, and then what happens yep. when they break. So how do you handle those things when it gets cold out, like we're in permafrost conditions up here? Yeah, uh, if I was up there, I'd pull them out of the ground. Yeah. Um, just simply A long because, time ago. <laughs> yeah, not right now because you well, you can't dig six inches into your soil right I now. I can't but. dig two inches in my soil right now. <laughs> I can't even find well, the soil. It's buried under seven feet of snow. <laughs> God, that's insane. It was 62 here today and sunny. Oh, you did. <laughs> anyway, anyway um, you got, I would take them out of the ground. Yeah. Um, just like anything else, when, when water gets in it and freezes – <clears throat> that water expands and yep. it will crack the oyas. Yep, absolutely. So just pull them out of the ground. More than likely next year, you're going to want to put them in a new place anyway. Yep. Um, I won't pull mine out of the ground because my ground never freezes. Mm. Uh, and mine will be inside my plastic tunnels during sure. the winter. So I hope it never gets down to below, below 32 in my tunnels, a little less freeze the ground. So if yeah. you leave them out, though, um, just make sure they're dry. Just don't put water in there. Put the lid on it so no water can get mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. If no, if there's no moisture, they won't crack. They won't break or anything. Yeah, it's the moisture that cracks them and breaks them. But other than that, you shouldn't have any problems out of them. I've had mine five years, and yeah. if you know me, I am not gentle with anything. 
<laughs> like I'm, I'm a bull in a china cabinet with everything that I do, and I and I have two of them. I did break a lid because I stepped on it and didn't uh, know, didn't realize it. But it's easily replaceable. Sure. Well, I think that's so, great. I think that's cool. So, um, if other people, do you have a code or anything for Dallas for Half Acre Farms or for uh, Mister Muscle Bell or anything like that? <laughs> I mean, if somebody wants nope. to jump on that train or something, no. No, the, the, I don't have a code. Okay. Um, I I just told them I would I would talk about them because I think they're great. Yep. I've never used I've never talked about anything that I don't use. Yeah. And if you if you're interested in them, go to Grow G R O W O Y A. I'll make Tom put it in, in the notes. Yeah, I'll put it in the notes. Um, <laughs> dot com or go to their go to their Instagram site. And if you got questions, just call them and tell them that Mike from Dallas was talking about them and you want to know more. Yeah. But if you, if you have a small garden, you can get a medium size one Yep. and, and put it, let's say you have a four by eight raised bed, two, two of those four, two of those medium sized ones on each end yep. will water your entire garden. That's pretty cool. That's really interesting actually. Hmm. And you, you'll figure you'll use four gallons, maybe three gallons probably to fill them both up. Yep. And they're great. You go on vacation. You don't have to worry about it. Fill yeah. them up. You're good for four or five days. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a that's a real problem that a lot of gardeners have, or people that don't want to get into gardening because they're they're afraid they're going to kill it, right? And they don't know they don't know how much water they they forget to water because they're running to soccer games or baseball games or softball games or going up to the lake or whatever or, or with the river or whatever you know, and they forget about the garden, and suddenly these plants are dying. That's the beauty about the self-irrigating systems like the Groya or what I'm thinking about doing where you're going to have that water supply there and you don't have to be the plant whisperer, right? You don't have to be the trying to figure out what the plants need. It's just there and they just take what they need. So yeah, that, that's exactly what you just said is exactly right. They take what they need. Yep. I think that's cool, dude. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this all kind of play out. I think that's great. Well, you can uh, come down and dig the, the, 20 holes that I got to dig for all these Oreos if you want to, because that's going to suck. Oh, yeah. Well, we've talked about that, right, my friend? I mean, shoot, you know, if you're down there helping I keep waiting. I I keep waiting for you to show up. I know. We've been talking about getting down to Austin and coming up and seeing you and everything. So, yeah, that's a a trip we need to take. Uh, My my, uh, brother-in-law, sister-in-law down there in Austin, and they're loving it every minute of it. Danny was just down there. He just ran a marathon. And he came in 25th overall, 20th uh, for men, and um, qualified for Boston. So that's a oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he was down there, just close to you. He wasn't in your town though. So um, shifting gears. So what's next then? You got the Groyas coming. What, any anything else coming up soon for you? Or you're just doing mm-hmm. seedlings like a maniac on your yeah. on your rack? Oh, that's another thing you got. You got the rack going on in the in the uh, in the garage. Yeah, yeah. I uh, when I when I cited about four, tunnel four and five, I kept thinking, "Crap, I can't keep doing my seedlings like this and moving them and and switching out." So I said, "Screw it." Went to Home Depot, bought a hundred dollar rack. Actually, I think it was on sale for eighty. Yep. And, and it, it turned out to be perfect. It's four feet wide. My bootstrap farmer LED lights are four feet. Four feet. I got zip ties, zip tied them to the to the rack above. <clears throat> Excuse me and. They, they just work perfect. I can fit four trays, you know, underneath two lights yep. on each rack. Yep. I've got I've got six lights, so I've got three three um, shelves. Three sh- shelves equal 12 um, 
ceiling, uh, 12, 12 oh trays. my Lord, trays. Yep. Trays. 12 trays. 12 trays. And I'll have a, I'll have a picture of this. Um, maybe I'll have a picture of the before and then the after. And, uh, so folks can see, uh, <laughs> folks can see what, uh, Mr. Muscle Michael Bell was using to grow seedlings, 2000 seedlings with, uh, with a two Homer buckets and a yep. light between them. Hey, but it worked, yep. right? It worked. It, it worked. And at the time, it, you know, that's all I had the money for. And then, you know, I, I saved up and was had to be able to buy the rack. And then I saved up a couple more weeks and bought two more lights. And I need two more lights now, but I'm going to wait because I have other expenses I've got to take care of first. <laughs> yeah, but, you got some stuff going on. <laughs> but, man, it's it's so nice, though. Those lights from Bootstrap are absolutely incredible. Yeah. And you can and you can find those over at kit.com slash small scale small scale life under the gardening section. You can find those over there. Plus the the seed trays that Michael uses and all those good things. So that anything from Bootstrap, I recommend a thousand percent. Those yep. guys are amazing. They got great customer service, great products. Prices are about the same as everybody else's, and they're just great guys. I, I love those guys. Did you go to the Mastermind Group then uh, as well? Oh or? yeah. Oh you yep. did. Oh okay. Oh. No, the mastermind. No, I didn't okay. get invited to that. Now okay. I got to find out why the hell I didn't get an invitation <laughs> to that. I'm a little feelings are a little bit hurt not to get invited to that. But yeah, I think you need uh, to make a stink. You know, flex your muscle. Yeah. Well, I, I went to the to the thing that they had Thursday night there at uh, Drew's uh, at the state fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. They they had a big meet and greet with uh, farmers and restaurant owners and co-ops and oh, very cool. just a little networking thing. And then they have the master mastermind talk on Sunday nice. with pro with profound foods up in up North of Dallas. But cool. I get an invite to that. So I'm going to have to talk to somebody about that. <laughs> yes. And Drew, if you're listening, I will be reaching out to you. I have uh, not forgotten you and uh, you come highly recommended from Mr. Uh, Mr. Muscle here. So I will be reaching uh, out to you, my friend. They, so. They don't make they don't make better dudes than Drew. Yeah, they're at that Urban State Farm. Yeah, or the State Farm. At the, Jesus, I can't even talk. The Urban Farms at the State Fair. Yeah, yeah. He's he seems like he's doing some really great stuff there, and I I really want to talk to him. So it's it's we've had so much stuff going on here. It's finally like coming out of the haze, and oh, okay, oh yeah, I can start doing interviews again. So <laughs> so I'll be yeah. I'll be reaching out to him. So I'll be reaching out to you, Drew. I got you, man. he's a great dude yeah he seems like it he seems like it all right so anything else we need to talk about with half acre farms nope i guess i'm just waiting on spring break to get here so i can plant my tomatoes and you know kind of get spring rolling around but no it's just harvesting lettuce every monday wednesday friday delivering and planting more seeds on sunday nights you are the man. Awesome. That's great. Thank you, Michael Bell, for being on the show. We do appreciate your time, as always, and it's always great to talk with you. This is really cool. I mean, this whole Oya thing is a new system for several of us, and it will be something to test out and see how it works. I've got a plan. I'm thinking of a couple containers where I can put an Oya in it and then grow some green beans out of it. And just to see how it does, I'm going to have a couple containers off to the side. So uh, more on that later. Next week's show is going to be really good. We're going to be talking about something we call the soup garden. Check that out. It's going to be next week, so you're not going to want to miss that. We're also going to have our good friend Terrence Lehu on the show. 
Uh, we recorded this a little bit ago and going to get that up and posted. Terrence is a great guy. I was on his show. He is the host of The Intellectual Agrarian. But we're really kicking off the 2019 garden season. We've got some articles coming up. And um, you're not going to want to miss those. So you might be like, well, how, how am I going to know when stuff is posted? Well, that's a great question. Part of the whole process in the last couple of weeks is getting some things sorted out between hosting service and email service. So we are starting up the small scale life emails. We're going to have out, send out an email. We're not, not going to overwhelm you. We're not going to sell any data. We're not going to do any of that stuff. We're just trying to get our message out. We've seen across the network how social media keeps pounding post down and and people don't know when stuff is getting posted at small scale life so what we're going to do is we're setting up an email list you can go there and subscribe to the list we'll have up an update not we're not going to overwhelm you with junk email and spam and all that kind of stuff we're going to have once a week probably a link to the news around the bend article and what's been happening here and some other useful information and uh you know, we're going to try to get the message out this way. So that's how you keep track of us is by signing up. And where do you do that? You can sign up on the resources page. There is a spot where you can fi- sign up for our newsletter. Uh, also, if you want to join the Health and Fitness Renew You, you can do that on our resources page or under, it's under the tab posts under Renew You in 2019. You can sign up there for that and get some emails. There are two different lists. Be advised. There are two different lists. So Health and Fitness Renew You, you're going to get a series of emails in a 24-hour plan. When you get sign up for the Small Scale Life newsletter, that's a different list. And that's really going to be more focused on financial freedom and the gardening and all that kind of stuff. Renew You is kind of a separate deal. And all the gardening and other stuff is on the Small Scale Life newsletter. Hopefully that's as clear as mud <laughs> since it is mud season. But go over there, check that out and uh, sign up. We're going to have some really good stuff coming up. And gardening is in full swing. And I love gardening. This is my passion. And I know a lot of my, my friends and fans and people who have been around small scale gardening and went to small scale life and they've been kind of like where is the beef man where is the garden stuff and it's coming so this is we're really kicking it off we've got a lot to discuss including um, starting seedlings we're going to be talking about um, the new garden beds and what's going on there i have a video on that uh, i'm going to show you what it looks like in in concept we're going to walk through the estimates and what we're doing the planting plan and really walk you through the whole process. So that is, that's coming up starting next week. It's really gardening 2019 kickoff week. And uh, this is a great warm up to it. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So you're not going to want to miss that. Sign up for the newsletter. We're going to start sending those out regularly, regularly. Oh, I could never say that word, but uh, spring is sprung and it is time to get moving. So uh, sun's out, guns out. Let's go. But I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Feel free, if you have any questions or feedback, provide a comment at smallscalelife.com under this article, or um, feel free to send us a note through the Contact Us page, or you can hit us up at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. Yeah, we keep it in Gmail just because you can get it all over the world whenever we're traveling, and wherever we're traveling, you can get it there. Uh, feel free to send us a comment or a note or a question, and... Uh, We'll be seeing you real soon. So thank you for listening to Small Scale Life. We'll be back really soon. Keep checking the site or sign up for our newsletter. This is Tom. Remember to learn, do, grow, be a little better every day. It's Tom from Small Scale Life. Take care, everybody.
Okay. <laughs>